3: It's time for the Happy Half Hour with your friends, Kristen Balboni, Miles Simmons,
2: and Will Bryan.
0: Welcome to Happy Half Hour. I'm Kristen Balboni here with, can I say it, my friends, Will Bryan and Miles Simmons. Uh, I asked that because in our first episode, Will introduced us as his friends, and Miles, right off the bat, you said, "Uh, no way, let's pump the brakes we're not friends yet, but last night we did uh, meet up in a very socially responsible way here in Charlotte. Miles, now that you've moved, so so Miles, what's the verdict on saying uh,
3: we're friends?
4: You know what, Kristen? I can say you're my friend, Will. Oh. Jury's still out.
3: <laughs> wow. Man, this is going to be like the ongoing thing. Every start of every podcast is whether or not Miles and I are friends yet.
0: <laughs> well, well, you did set yourself up for it. I mean, just right off the right off the top of the first episode, you threw you, you threw yourself into both of us into the deep end, and Miles was like, "I'm not coming to get you."
3: Yeah, True. I mean, it, we'll we'll see how this thing evolves, but I, I think it's a pretty good, <laughs> fun, uh, funny running joke.
0: <laughs> I I agree. Well, Miles, thank you for saying that uh, that we are friends. I appreciate that. So it was the first time. Um, that Miles and I met in person, although we've done a lot of stuff uh, on video, uh, video chat and zoom over the past few months, but we actually got to to meet in person. Um, Will and I had met during uh, my interview, but Will, had you and Miles met? I don't think we ever discussed that.
3: Yeah. We met during Miles's interview.
0: So, so Will was the, the common thread, but it was the first time that Miles and I got to meet. Um, yes. And it was great. It was just right on the tail end of, of your move. Miles, you, moved just a few days ago and the first thing you did was uh, drop everything and come hang out with the two of us. I'm, I'm honored.
4: It's true. And I got lost on the way there, which <laughs> I believe we get into uh, a little bit. Uh, so, but yeah, it, it was, it was, as I told you guys last night, I mean, it was funny because it was really the first time that I've seen people that I even sort of know in person since March, which is just bizarre. So I, I guess like, you know, I was, I was kind of ready to like actually talk to some people.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was a, it was, I think probably weird for all of us. And I'm sure it'll be weird for everybody. The first time that, you know, we kind of all re-enter society. Like, I don't know. I was just like, how do I order food? What do I, <laughs> the waitress right. was like, are you, are you good? And I was like, yes, I think so. Is that what I'm supposed to say? I, it's just a, it's weird not having gone anywhere for so long. And then, kind of uh, going back into it. But uh, we did it all together, guys. We got the, the first public meetup out of the way. Um, and uh, we did it socially responsibly, just so everyone knows, masks, distance. Um, and it was fun, I think, right? Do we have fun?
3: I, I still have a hard time of, like, reading people's expressions behind masks. Like, it, there's this whole thing where you, you forget how much of, like, being able to see someone's, like, mouth can, like, determine what exactly they're really trying to say. And now, like, not being able to see it, 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 I can't tell if they're, like, smiling or, like, making laughing or making fun of me or, like, not happy with what I just said. Like, it's kind of a weird sensation.
4: Yeah, I've read I've read articles about this. It's all about it's smizing now. You know, you have to smile oh, like Tyra with your Banks. eyes.
3: Yeah, I guess
4: so. Is that where that came from? Yeah, I don't know. America's
0: Next Top Model. It's a deep oh, cut wow. from, from a while back.
4: All right. Well, then that, I guess, is where it came from. But yeah, I I think you you have to make sure that, you know, your eyebrows are raised and you open your eyes and, you know, (laughs) just try to smile with the corners of your eyes. I don't exactly know Uh, how to do it. That sounds so,
0: when you say it like that, I'm just, I've got the, the mental image in my head and I don't know. I don't know if that's just wide eyes, raised eyebrows the entire time.
4: I don't know. I don't know. I look, but I just know that my default is like RBF. And if you understand what that means and you do, but I don't think it's a word I can say on the podcast. So I won't, but like, yeah, that's my default facial setting. So like anytime I'm out in public, I like, you know, have furrowed brows as Mm. opposed to, uh, you know, happy brows.
3: I pretty much thought Miles was angry at me all of last night. (laughs) I I had no idea. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, I mean, judging by the fact that he doesn't want to be friends with you, it could have been. He you know?
3: probably
4: was. Well, yeah. I didn't say I don't want to be friends. I just say that we're not yet.
0: <laughs> Miles had no happy brows last night when we met <laughs> up. <laughs> but speaking of our, our meetup, because we are good podcasters, we did record. Uh, we had been sitting there for, for a couple hours and we decided to, to pull out the phone and do a little recording um, of our first meetup. So, so excuse the audio quality, but here it is.
5: Okay, this is the first official meeting of the Happy Half Hour crew. We are at a happy hour, essentially. Happy couple of hours. Who knows?
1: It, you know, it's been a good happy couple of hours. I would say. Um, this I would is, just like
5: to note that Miles immediately reached for the phone so you that he gets. Just grabbed the
1: food out of Kristen's hand. I, I gotta get close to it. <laughs> I haven't had any social interaction in person with people since March, so this is new for me, and I don't know how to act in public anymore.
5: I like it. Miles has been so responsible the entire time, and then immediately the recording comes out, and he just jumps in. grab that the phone.
1: You put a microphone in my face. This is what's going to happen.
5: I do. I love it. You got to love the commitment. But Miles, you are on, what day did you actually make the, the flight?
0: charlotte
1: i I flew here on friday so i stayed in a hotel on friday night and then i moved in in air quotes i moved in on saturday so i don't what day is today today tuesday Tuesday. it's tuesday night okay so it's tuesday night as we're talking so i've been here for four-ish five-ish days
3: what do you think so far yeah
1: uh, it's very green. <laughs> it
5: is. It really is. We have a lot of green.
1: And I was really scared during the thunderstorm last night because I hadn't experienced a thunderstorm in four years.
5: Aww.
3: Wait, what? They don't That's have thunderstorms?
1: They don't have thunderstorms in LA. No. That is true.
3: I can. I
5: well, haven't you really? heard,
1: Will? It yeah. never rains in Southern California. When oh my it rains God. in LA,
5: See, I lived there for three years. When it rains in LA, traffic it gets backed up by an extra forty-five minutes at like least. A normal, yeah. Mm. It's wild. No one knows how to drive in the rain. You get the earthquakes
1: though. Yeah, yeah. True. You get earthquakes. You get other stuff. Did you enjoy the storm? I enjoyed the storm.
5: No, no you got scared.
1: No, I, I was scared. I was very scared for a minute there. There is a
5: soothing quality to
2: them. Eventually, is
5: this, in your ideal world, if none of this was happening, is this what you imagine your first interaction with <laughs> in Charlotte to be? You just moved. You probably haven't even unpacked your boxes. I don't you're, even you're have you're sitting my at a boxes. table. We're all wearing masks, and we're the first people that you've socially seen in months. Well, You're, you're welcome.
1: Thank, yes, no, thank you. <laughs> um, a, for getting me out of the house, I guess, um, and you know, breaking bread with me as I continue to wear this mask. Because I was on a plane with an alarming amount of uh, unsafe people when it comes to COVID. Uh, but yeah, you know what? I think that in, for my first social interaction in months, this, this, this was pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good.
5: Like uh, I'm I like it. I like of that Larry Cobra, David,
1: David reference. Yeah. We're <laughs> watching a lot of Cobra enthusiasm. Yep.
5: I, can we also just quickly, uh, before we move on and wrap this up, can we also just publicly acknowledge that uh, Miles got lost three blocks away from
1: this
3: place? Yeah. Miles I, lives
5: the closest to this place. I picked
3: it because I figured he doesn't have his car yet. I had
5: a 30-minute drive. It's Miles an easy got walk. He got lost.
1: That's really bad because, like, I have a good reputation of having a really good sense of direction. But I turned onto a street. I was exploring the neighborhood. I thought there would be another street to turn back onto. <laughs> and I was wrong. So, yeah. I'm,
3: As you'll get to know, Charlotte has streets that curve. And then they intersect with themselves
1: yes that so is wild.
3: They, they do a lot of things so you can't can, you know it's not a grid here right you, you can't rely on that.
1: and that's what i'm used to after four years of living on the west coast pretty much everything is a grid in yep. la in vegas like that's the way things work so yeah in other words i'm just an idiot, though so like that's fine i can handle that
5: well i don't think i'm the right person to do this it should probably be will maybe he can follow this up because i've been here all of two or three months and have been essentially nowhere but welcome to charlotte
3: thank you Kristen. Welcome to
5: Charlotte. Yeah,
1: that's
3: more, that's
0: more official. Thanks, Will. <laughs> okay, my, my favorite part of that, and, and we kind of roasted him on the recording itself, was that, you know, we were all so socially responsible. Uh, you know, Miles said, hey, when we meet up, you know, I just flew on a plane. I want to make sure you guys are safe. Let's all be, uh, you know, very careful. Immediately, the phone comes out to record, Miles grabs it out of my hand to get the best. <laughs> to get the best sound that he can and get us get his points across and you know what uh miles i I gotta say i respect it as as someone who uh has done that before as well you know you gotta make sure you got the you gotta have the good sound
4: listen like i said you know when we're doing it it's been a long time since i've had a microphone in my face and i saw one and i just i needed it (laughs) i needed the microphone really bad
3: miles is jumping at the microphone while i'm just like leaning back having some more of my flatbread you know, because like I have my priorities.
0: The flatbread was delicious. I gotta say, it, well, yeah, Will took us to a restaurant that, that he, I mean, of course, Miles and I, I've moved here a few months ago and haven't been anywhere. Miles just got here the other day. So we, we left it to Will to pick out a place. And I gotta say, superb flatbreads. You did not do us wrong there.
3: And I was trying to make it walkable for Miles since we're still working on his car. And even then I made it as literally, this is the closest place of business that there is to Miles' new apartment. And he still got lost on the way. And it wasn't was... like
0: uh, three blocks, right? Three blocks away from, blocks. from where you live. And Maybe. I want to say, Miles, I don't want to call you out, but it was something like, you're 20 minutes late.
4: <laughs> I, I was very late. I was fashionably late, first of all. That
0: which... three blocks? Or you just did, you were like, look, I'm not showing up early for these two. They're not even my friends.
4: I mean, that was part of it, but it was uh, it was mostly that, so I started walking and then I was like, oh, then you two, I will say, you guys both texted that you were running a little bit late. Yes. So I was like, all right, I will walk around the neighborhood. I will explore my new surroundings. And so when I did that, I kind of got lost and because it really could have been a straight shot just up the street. But then I decided that I would make it not a straight shot and my sense of direction got uh, a little bit messed up. And then I, uh, I ended up seeing a little bit more of the neighborhood than I bargained for. But it was cool. It was nice. It, you know, it, it, it's very green and luscious, which is very different from uh, where I was just living in Las Vegas. So it was very nice. It was a nice one. Yeah, walk.
0: just a little bit different. I do want to say, though, Will mentioned that you are not supposed to get your car until today, right? Everything is being shipped.
4: Yes, everything is being shipped. So, you know, as I sit here and record this, there may be a bit of more of an echo because there's basically nothing in my apartment except for a few suitcases, an air mattress, uh, and my laptop and the cable and Internet things. So that's about it.
0: I just want to say, though, I dispute the fact that uh, that your car, you say your car isn't here because last night after uh, I left the restaurant, I drove home behind a lamborghini with a license plate that said unemployed and if that doesn't scream miles simmons car i don't know what it does
2: <laughs> was
4: it a lamborghini yours? was it the suv
0: it was no it was just the car i didn't uh, know they well, made a oh you're like oh yours is the suv
4: <laughs> yes <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> right.
1: you
0: guys it was that a yet, wild it. i was behind this lamborghini for first of all i don't know if i've ever driven behind a lamborghini i was behind this car for 15 minutes and the license plate just flat out said unemployed and i'm like who is this person like i don't know if i'd want to be friends with them
4: <laughs> but yes. it was just a
0: it was just a it was quite the flex
4: it is if that's not even a weird flex but okay like that's just a super good flex so What said unemployed year, though because they're self-employed and they're just trying to be a jerk or they like got some kind of you know uh big settlement from some company for some reason. Right. And then they are like, I'm going a uh, Lamborghini and now my license plate is going to stay unemployed. I, I, I kind of respect it a little bit, but I mean the Lamborghini, of course, what color was the Lamborghini?
2: Uh, was it, it a convertible?
4: Was, it must've no, been. No,
0: it was, well, maybe, I don't know. It was black or dark blue. I mean, it was so I'm dark a big outside guy. that I, well, then that's Dude, what I think it could have been so yours. Far. Well, where do you fall on this? Cool or not cool?
3: I, I'm I'm so off the cool radar when it comes to automobiles that I have no valid opinion. Like every car I've ever had has been at least 15 years old and used, and yeah, no, I, <laughs> I I can't even weigh in.
0: I hear you I know Miles is like what color was it what kind was it I was like it's it was dark it was a it was a Lamborghini I read the I read the back that's all but yeah I don't know I made me laugh the entire way home I was like when who, I who is this once, person
4: when I because I had this car thing for a long time so I was dating somebody once and I would always be like oh I would do the same thing like what you know what kind of car was it da, 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 da. And they said I saw this cool car and she would be like oh it was silver I'm like all right well that tells me nothing
0: just a silver car
4: yes
0: i like it uh so miles how was the the move you have um in the course of starting this job you had to fly twice i believe right you you came here to charlotte to kind of scope out the area and find an apartment um and then you made the official move uh, the other day so so how did that all go in these you know the in the time of covid
4: It's very interesting because when I flew the first time that was in mid to late May Um, and then when I went to the airport in Las Vegas I, I actually felt decently comfortable because people I felt like at least in the terminal I was in were really socially distant they were they had on masks and there really were not a lot of people that were flying. And so, contrasting that with what happened last Friday I, when I flew here to move, and it was just a completely different thing. I mean, it seemed like people were not taking social distancing, you know, guidelines seriously at all, and that was a little bit terrifying because this is an airborne virus. You know, it, it spreads through people. Um, you know, breathing droplets and things into the air. If you're talking and you're in an enclosed space, and there's uh, many more uh, informed people who can. Uh, and educated people and epidemiologists who can say things that are probably a little bit more coherent on things like that. But I I just, it was a little scary. Um, So that was part of why, you know, if we were going to meet up, you know, I was like, all right, we got to be outdoors. I got to have my mask on the whole time. Like I was trying not to breathe much as I took my mask off and was eating. And like,
0: it's just, (laughs) it's impressive. Cause I I don't want
4: to get, I don't want to get anybody else sick from this thing. This thing is serious. And even if you're asymptomatic, you know, it can really do a number on your lungs. So yeah, it was, it was an experience. Um, I'm glad it's over, and I'm glad that, you know, I don't necessarily have to do commercial flights any other time soon as people don't take this as seriously as I kind of think they should.
3: Well, I'll, I'll give a quick PSA. Last week, I went and gave blood um, at the, like, one of the mobile blood banks uh, at the night stadium. And uh, apparently, they're supposed to be able to give you both, like, your blood type. So, you know, because I know, like, some blood types are, are more – Um, susceptible or less susceptible, but also that I think they're supposed to perform like an antibody test. So they're supposed to like tell you whether you've uh, shown the antibodies for COVID um, and like whether you've had it and been asymptomatic in the past. Um, So, and plus giving blood is always a good thing um, because there's hospitals still need, need all that blood.
0: Yeah, that's great to know. Uh, I did not know that admittedly until you, you, told us so i'm i'm glad to know about that and we should all be giving blood so added bonus there um miles going back to your move how has it been so i think anyone who's listening to this would probably know this although you are you're very um low-key about this and don't make it a big deal but you have been working vegas you've been working east coast hours from vegas so sometimes you and i will do something with the we've been doing these get to know, um, interviews with the coaches and they'll want to do it early before meetings start, you know, 8am, 9am. And so you're getting up at like five, six, like your work day was starting at five or six every single day. I assume, uh, got to think that you're pretty happy that that's over with.
4: Yes. I'm, I'm very happy that that's over with And it's funny, like, I mean, I didn't, I didn't make that big of a deal of it because it's like, I don't, nobody needs to feel bad for me. You know, like it just, it sort of was what it was. Um, but yeah, I'm like now sleeping like a normal person. Uh, so that's <laughs> cool. But there were benefits to getting up that early. Cause I would get up around five and work day starts around six uh, Pacific time. Cause that's nine o'clock Eastern, but it, you're done around two. So most days, like I would finish up my work around two to 30 and then go on a walk and, I enjoy uh, what was then ninety degree temperatures and now as I was looking at my calendar or, or the weather app yesterday, it's like hundred and eight degrees in Las oh. Vegas, so I'm glad oh. I'm not there. Um, but yeah, it, it was it was kinda weird some days where it would be like six in the morning and you know, you and I are about to talk to Joe Brady and everybody's like, Why is it so dark where you are miles? <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, let me turn on the light because it's like not, don't the worry about out here yet so yeah
0: well we're glad that you're you're on east coast time with the rest of us now Uh, so that's kind of one of the main things that you and i've been working on which i have really enjoyed um this series on getting to know the members of the new coaching staff and we do a, a written piece and a video piece um for each of these coaches and they're coming out about once a week so i want to talk about that but before we get to that uh will on on the work front what's What's new with you? I feel like we didn't even get into that last night when we hung out. It was all just about me and Miles getting uh, getting adjusted. <laughs> like our good friend Will, we didn't even ask.
3: Well, so yeah, I've been doing some doing some more stuff on the app, and it's kind of funny. Like I've been building just all of these new pages and areas of the site uh, for for Panthers.com that you know, hopefully we'll we'll get to start launching soon. I think a lot of this is is trying to figure out some launch timings with with everything we're doing, but we're working with like a voting initiative to kind of um, encourage people to vote and keep people informed on how to vote and how to register. Um, So that hopefully that's coming out soon. Um, You know, we've been working with, you know, elements of kind of the player impact committee uh, that, you know, you guys, and certainly Miles was a big part of some of those coverages, those articles with Andre Smith and and all those guys. And then just like, you know, it's completely my weird little world of nerdiness where I'm trying to build out essentially all of the history of the Panthers on all of these pages, which takes a little bit. So that's what I, I, end up just like going into this like little weird bubble for hours and looking up random stats and records and stuff.
0: Oh, I love it. So what do you mean when you say build out the history and in, in what way will it present itself?
3: So essentially right now, if you Google like what's the longest play in Panthers history, you'd have to have, you know, either some sort of, subscription to some of those like stat sites or really understand how to use some of the the stuff online. Um, And so we, I'm just trying to make it easier and trying to make it uh, all available on our platform rather than going to like a pro football reference or an NFL.com. And um, we have a lot of the stuff in our media guide, but you know, that, that it's just a harder sort of PDF to, to comb through and sift through. And it only gets updated, you know, once every 12 months. So, I think it's, yeah. it's just a something when we went to our new platform, we kind of had to rebuild all of it and it's taken a while and um, hasn't always been kind of front of mind. So I, I think it's been a nice off season in summer to really kind of jump into that.
0: That is awesome. As someone who, will frequently look for, for stats like that when it comes to you know story ideas or interviews. I'm very excited that I won't have to control F a media guide, you know, with the word longest or <laughs> whatever history. You could,
3: you could literally do what everyone <laughs> else does and just like text me because apparently that's kind of my function, you know, like between Joe person or, or uh, like Max back in the old days, now miles. Like, yeah, it's literally just like, I'm like the texting encyclopedia for, for any of this.
0: Heck yes. I'm glad I know that now. I love it. Me too. Uh, so, Yeah. So, so Miles, with with you and I, the, the big thing, like I said, that we've been working on is this, this Get to Know series with the coaches. Uh, what is the thing that has interested you or surprised you the most that you've learned as we've been doing this now for, uh, I guess, over a month?
4: Hmm, there's, I guess there's a lot of things that have interested me. Um, I, I have liked hearing about how the coaches have interacted with Matt Rule over the course of their career, because there are a lot of these coaches who have come to Charlotte from Baylor. And then even a lot of those coaches were with Matt Rule um, at Temple as well. So it's interesting to hear how they have such an immense respect for what he's done and how he builds a program and it is very clear that there is a plan for the way that they want to go about doing things and the way that they want to go about implementing things and so I think if you're a Panthers fan then that's good news because I think the, one of the most concerning things that can really be in any industry is when a leader comes in and there's no vision so I think there is a clear vision for what Matt Rule wants this team to look like what he ideally wants it to to how he wants it to function I should say on the field and how he wants the building to function on a day-to-day basis when it comes to the football operations. So I think from that standpoint, yes, COVID has definitely upended that and the implementation of that from a being around from guys being around each other every day in that standpoint, but I think just from a general knowledge of what the vision should be and what things should look like, it is very clear from the head coach on down to the assistants and then into the players what this thing should look like um, on a day-to-day basis and how they should go about trying to win football games.
0: Absolutely. And you have a a special teaser for us, right? Something that I didn't know about until you mentioned it. You and I I talked to, oh, can you, can you just give us a little bit, a little bit Uh, of a,
4: I'll give a hint. I'll give it to you. So when we were talking to Evan Cooper, who is the cornerbacks coach now for the Carolina Panthers, and he is one of those guys that spent time um, with rule both at temple and then uh, at Baylor, what what we learned is that his grandmother is one of the you know people who fostered his love of football. And he said, you know, my family loves football and my grandmother, she even knows what cover two is. She'll call me
1: <laughs> after
4: some night, after certain games, and she'll get on me about different things, about coverages and things like that. So I actually was able to talk to Evan Cooper's grandmother, Margaret Axon, and that part of that interview will be in get to know profile of Evan cooper so that was fun
0: i love that so so much that's uh that's amazing i can't wait to read that
4: well the thing too and i'm sorry to cut you off Kristen, but like it was funny talking to her because i literally was like hey there are analysts there are football analysts that are on tv that really couldn't tell you what cover two is and Mm -hmm. get what the difference between zone and man and, and the back end and all that and she's like really like, huh? Well, I, mean, I guess I do. I don't know. She's like, I know a little bit. I'm like, but if if what Evan Cooper is saying is true, then you know more than you're giving yourself credit for. So, yeah, that was fun.
3: She should That's- get Bill to call her. Bill needs to learn a little bit about our defense too. He always, he's always leaning over. He's like, wait a minute, like are we is that a nickel is is that a dime or wait what's the dime again wow. I like, see oh, okay. i didn't
4: mean to throw our boss under the bus like well, that well you didn't
0: but, will like... did
3: <laughs> no i, I did. i'm very i'm very i'm very happy to we can we'll I'll, see i can do phil... that once once a podcast
0: we'll see if phil oh my gosh that'd be another good easter egg we'll see if phil listens to these of just like minute 28 or whatever it is <laughs> Uh, bill slam about, uh, about his defensive knowledge. I love it. Yeah, no, I've just had, I've had a great time. Miles, kind of what you were saying, um, with all of these guys going back for so long, I think that's been one of the most interesting things to me is to hear little tidbits about coach rule and whether they, you know, Phil snow, he, he was a coach Rule was a grad assistant for him at UCLA when he was the defensive coordinator. And now their roles have changed and they've been together for a long time. Or Evan Cooper, as you mentioned, that interview that we did is coming out uh, soon. He says that, you know, he was a grad assistant for Coach Rule. And Coach Rule said, I, I'll never hire you because you were a terrible grad assistant. And now he's the cornerback's coach. And it's it's very cool to me to hear um, all of these connections. And, and, Miles, like you said, the respect that they all have for Coach Rule, and and more so than that, I do love, it says a lot to me about the loyalty between all of these people, not just uh, Coach Rule's loyalty to them, but their loyalty to him, and the fact that so many of them have been together through all of these iterations, whether it was at Temple or at Baylor, or um, the new additions, how well they started to to mesh with everyone, and the familiarity that they have, even if they haven't known the rest of the staff for very long, so I, I've just really enjoyed that. It's it's it seems like a great group, um, and like you said, guys that really know what they want this to look like and have a clear vision.
4: No doubt. And that – I think when you have something like that, that is the way that you have to – that's the way the the only way really I think that you can turn things around if everybody has to be pushing and pulling up the same direction. And the respect and you know appreciation that all these guys seem to have for one another, that's going to help in that.
0: Absolutely. Well, all right. So we have – um, we've been doing this get-to-know kind of series, as I've said. So we're going to do a couple of get-to-know questions amongst ourselves now that we've, you know, officially met and officially are on the way to becoming friends, at least, you know, Miles and Will, maybe. We'll see. Uh, so we're going to do five quick ones, kind of some of the questions that Miles and I might ask the coaches just to get to know a little bit uh, more about each other. So first job ever, Will.
3: I was a baker delivery truck driver.
0: That's all. Is that why you're, ba- I mean, cause you have said that you are baking a lot of bread and I kind of thought this was a new hobby during quarantine, but you start so you can bake.
3: I, I no, I can't bake, but <laughs> I was really good at driving the truck.
0: Oh, I thought you <laughs> were saying baker slash delivery no, truck. No, 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 like, no.
3: Yeah. I was the delivery truck driver for the bakery. So I would get there oh. at like four forty five, five o'clock in the morning, and we had this like massive key ring to essentially all of these restaurants that had breakfast in Charleston. And I would go and just drop off whatever their wholesale delivery was for that morning, like croissants or, you know, rolls or, or French bread or whatever it was, and then like do this route all that all through downtown Charleston at like six in the morning and then come back and they would be cooking like the lunchtime bread and then pick that up and then go deliver that like out around like the lunch spots and did that all through like the summer after my freshman year.
4: How often did you mess up orders?
3: Um, so I will admit, because I think there's a statute of limitations at this point Oh God! um, that sometimes we'd have like these huge brown paper bags and it would be like 150, uh, like bread rolls or like dinner rolls. And they would just be in the back of this completely empty truck. So I'd make a turn, and, like, the the bag might tip over, and, like, the top roll that was, like, might just start rolling towards me. And, like, I'm like, well, if it's rolling all along this, you know, dirty truck, I probably shouldn't deliver it. So, you know, they'd get 149 rolls that day, and I had a little bit of a lunch.
0: Oh, you ate the dirty roll across the –
3: you know that's where the statute of
0: limitations should be the fact that you went it went across the the dirty truck
3: and then you're like yep this is for me dust it off you dust it (laughs) off it's all it's all just like flour back there anyway the Uh,
4: meter just got reduced on that knowledge (laughs) 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 all
0: right next one i'm gonna alternate these um so that was that was will's first job ever uh miles what was your first job in sports or first internship
4: Uh, My first job in sports, I worked for a radio station in Cleveland, 923 The Fan. I was a production intern for the Bull and Fox show, and it was from two to seven weekdays. So I would go in and I would cut audio for them um, for, like, you know, sound and their segments and things like that. Uh, And then they let me answer phones one day, and they're like, oh, you're pretty good at this. And then they also uh, let me help cover training camp uh, with the Browns beat writer forum. So that was, that was a good summer. I think it was summer of 2012 that I did that.
0: Yeah. No kidding. I also love like, do you ever think about what your local radio name would be? Like bull and Fox is such a great, <laughs> <laughs> we're to have to think on that and we can all, we can all come back to it. Maybe we should have named it something, you know, with our yeah. local radio names. Um, all right. Well, what's your favorite, panthers memory and it can be i know you have been with the team since you were an intern and also you're a fan before that so so anyone you want to pick what's one that sticks out to you
3: well i mean i think the the easy one is the fact that i like destroyed my couch uh when i was in high school when smitty caught the pass in st louis for like the (laughs) x clown touchdown like i literally jumped over it and like the whole thing like kind of broke (laughs) <laughs> um, wow. so i mean but you know everyone's gonna say that that's like everyone's favorite panther's memory so i would say probably um the first uh fan fest that i worked um a couple of years ago it there was it was like it was really cool you know it was at night you know cam was doing his thing with you know the the wave with the crowd um and but there was this gigantic s- storm cell that was like you know, bearing down on us. And we were like trying to like get coach to finish practice early because we didn't know how much time we'd have before, like trying to do like the whole firework, uh, display and like the laser yeah, that show could
0: get dicey. <laughs> it, yeah. it
3: was so literally like everyone was running off the field. They're like, start it, start it, start it. You have like all of us literally on our radar maps, like looking at the cell, like trying to time out how much more time we had. Like we knew we had like a seven minute firework. show. literally right after the last one popped. Like it started dripping. And then by the time we all got inside, it was a full on, you know, storm that like, I felt bad for the fans because they all had to like walk home in it. But it was still like, it was <laughs> yeah. pretty intense. I-, I was fine. I was, inside, I know. I but... just
0: love, I was like, when you said that you were like, oh yeah, as soon as we got done, I was like, well, wait, what, what about the fans? I love that you're like, Right. Yeah, it was probably I'm- the
3: worst <laughs> Panthers memory actually. So sorry, sorry fans. Sorry about that one.
0: No, but there is a, I mean, that kind of is a microcosm. And I think that's why we love the game and the sport. It's like, obviously, even though that wasn't, you know, on the field or a play, it's just when everything comes together and you're like, yes, like this worked, we timed it out. This worked. How special is this moment? Um, So I think that's really cool. And you said that was your first one.
3: Yeah, that was, I think, 2017.
0: Yeah, that sets the tone. High expectations now going forward. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, miles, what is your favorite sports memory just in general?
4: Oh, um, there are good ones. Um, there are bad ones, I guess, uh, working, um, with the Rams for so long, it would probably, well, I mean like the Cleveland winning a championship in 2016, that was really awesome. Yeah. Um, but i guess from a work standpoint when the, you know i've worked for the rams for five years so when uh they defeated the new orleans saints in the superdome um during the 2018 playoffs like that was awesome um and i have a photo of myself hugging nikel roby coleman uh in the locker room celebration after that and it's one of my favorite photos of all time and if you don't understand why that's fun then uh, look up why they got the rule changed to pass interference in uh, the twenty nineteen season.
0: <laughs> oh, I know. As soon as you said that game, I was like, "Well,
4: <laughs> I remember that game." <laughs>
0: oh yeah, Who I doesn't? did say
4: thank you <laughs> because I mean I got the Russell Roll. That
0: game, yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone in the league has forgotten that game. That's for sure. Like I said, <laughs> least of all Sean Payton. Um, so okay, so those are my kind of typical. Get to know you questions that I might start out with with some of the coaches, but last night we were talking about doing the segment, and Will came off the top rope with a question that I've never heard anyone ask before. (laughs) The top
3: rope. I, I, uh,
0: yeah. So, do you want to introduce your um, your contribution to the get to know segment because it's great.
3: Sure. So, like every once in a while, you know, you're you're just trying to like look up random songs that you know to play on YouTube or play on your computer while you're working at home, and so I like was Googling or YouTubing random, like, some random 90s songs. And it turns out that, like, this Dave Matthews song was somehow, like, the music video had Mr. Deeds in it. And obviously, like, the song was, like, where are you going? And, you know, far outlasted any sort of legacy of the Mr. Deeds movie. (laughs) Yes. So I was thinking, like, what other songs have far more lasting power than the random movie that they just happened to be tied to in that particular moment? Um, you know, obviously there are some songs that are like notable soundtrack songs, but others are just like, no, that's, that's not, that's not like a movie song, but the music video is forever that movie, you know, because they like tried to tie it into the music video. So I just thought that was like an interesting, an interesting random thing to look up.
0: Yeah. So I'm proud of mine. So it is such a specific, um, specific criteria of like it's got to be a music video that has a movie in it but that's not necessarily soundtrack but i'm pretty proud of mine okay and i think it fer- perfectly fits the bill seals kiss from a rose on the grave you, you guys remember got that to song be kidding me oh, is that wow. yours too yes oh. the same list oh man forever it is wild it is okay so then so but this also makes me feel better miles if you did the same one that means you watched the video it's a great song it's a song that's stood the test of time and he's like and then it's just the bat signal behind him I mean it is wild it is wild and it's um I guess Val Kilmer was Batman forever but that is I had fun Miles I'm sorry um that I stole your thunder there but at least you've seen it you know what I'm talking about well you got to go watch it after this
4: Yes, that is exactly uh, the song that I had picked and the video, as you say, is wild because it's just like him standing there with the bat signal while like all these people are coming in there like they show the Joker and Robin or whatever it is. I don't really understand what all was going on there because it is what it is um but yeah that was weird that was a very weird video because that's a great song and seal is a it's great artist song. but he's he's standing there kind of with a what we now would call a beyonce fan and his shirt oh is open God. and he like, is- everything's blown up and i'm like what is this the pet signals behind him <laughs> it's
1: not well, well, there so wait the director- let me ask.
3: yeah go ahead no go ahead like, did you guys know that, or did you, like, have to look up to to stumble upon that? Did, like, oh, no, I looked like, oh, it yeah, up. I Be- think I remember that SEAL song. Okay.
4: No, are I you, remember that this the song same- was from... Sorry, Kristen. I, I remember that the song was from a Batman movie. I, I don't know not. why okay. I knew that, but I did know that. So I was like, wait a minute, does this actually have a Batman-themed um, music video. Cause I don't think I'd ever, I don't ever recall ever seeing the music video before. So uh, when I looked up the music video, I was like, yes, this fits the criteria.
0: Oh man. No, I found a, I found a list. I was trying to jog my memory. I didn't think I would come across a gem so quickly, but I saw that. I actually didn't know. I used to, I mean, I was a kid when that song came out and it used to be on like the, the radio station. I was like, this is my jam. And I saw that it was from a, I didn't had <laughs> no idea it was from a Batman video. I was like, what? Seal, Batman Forever. I had no clue, so that was a, a fun trip down memory lane. Maybe my new favorite music video you now of all time. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for introducing that one. That was uh, that was way more fun than uh, the questions I had, and I, I will. I've now learned something that I'll take with me for forever. Nice. Yeah. Um, so, guys, at the end, right before we go, Miles, what's the meter on you and Will being friends? Like, we're at one to 10 right now.
4: Oh, I I would say we're at like a seven and a half.
3: Okay. Okay. We're getting closer. We're we're moving that up. That's nice.
4: You can
0: work with that, Will. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, this has been fun. Um, Let's do it again soon, huh? Absolutely. All right. Thanks, thanks everybody, for listening to the Happy Half Hour podcast. We will uh, talk to you next time.